What's going on, everybody? Welcome and welcome back to Real Reality Realness with Cherie Laveau, the podcast where I, Cherie Laveau, discuss all things reality TV, but not like your average viewer. More like somebody who just got a promotion in the human resources department. And today, we're going to be getting down to the real reality of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And basically, I would be saying at this moment that I'm going to be recapping the season, but I'm more so going to be talking about the examples from this season that have just made this show unbearable for me to watch. I'm going to be discussing all of the different things that have happened over the course of this season that has now made this show in need of a desperate overhaul. I've just been discussing this with the Real Housewives of Atlanta, and I feel like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is on the same chopping block. And we need to really have a conversation about how this show has gone from a staple and the number one in the ratings to the first in line for the sequel to the Titanic. So lock in while I clock in, because we're finna get down to it. Let's go. All right, everybody. As Carisha would say, you ready to get to the smoke? Because I'm ready to get to the smoke. I am really not having a good time with The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills right now. To the point where this show has become literally unwatchable for me. Like, the stuff that's been happening on the season has been ignorant, annoying, less than entertaining, frustrating, all of those things. But the things that have happened outside of the show on social media with Garcelle's son and the bots and the this and the that, it has just become something that I cringe when I watch this show now. And if it was just the antics on the show, I may be able to get through the rest of the season. I would be talking a lot of shit about it like I usually do, but I just don't I would still be feeling a type of way about this show. Regardless of the stuff that happened with Garcelle's son or not, I would still be feeling the exact same way and be feeling like this show needs an overhaul. No shade, no tea, no cap. I just think that we can find better white women than this in Beverly Hills that are going to come in and do this problematic bullshit. And I feel like there are white women in in Beverly Hills who are not racially ignorant, right? racially biased or just assholes and bullies who are trying to res- who are trying to revitalize their careers like I just I just you know what hell with that hell with finding better white women to come in and do Beverly Hills because at the end of the day we don't need to match a quota for predominantly white franchises to balance out the ratio because at the end of the day the the black franchises are already outnumbered so where the hell are garcelle and sheree's friends at where the hell are the girls that garcelle filmed with her first season sheree and the other girls where them friends at where are garcelle's real friends at let's start let's do let's do what andy proposed to ebony for real housewives affirmative action i mean the new Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and or or, uh, or uh, New York City. And let's do that with with Garcelle. Give Garcelle the opportunity to, 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 to cast the show and bring in some actual dynamic women who are who are funny, 
entertaining, have careers, have families, have stories, and are not cringy and not cringy to watch. Like, imagine if we got a diverse Beverly Hills. Just think about this. Imagine if we got like Carlos King's Hollywood divas, but on a Bravo scale. I'm just saying that is something that I would be willing to watch, and I would be lo- I would love to watch a grander show about not just the women who are trying to continue, start, or maintain their 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 careers in Hollywood, like Hollywood divas. But I want to see the women who are already legends, the women who are already you know who've made it, who 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 who. who, who who have done it. Imagine if Garcelle brought Kim Fields over to Beverly Hills. I think that Kim Fields would have done a lot better if she was around girls like Garcelle instead of girls like Kenya. Because yes, Kenya has been in Hollywood. Yes, she's moved and shaked and done all those things, but she's not a Hollywood girl for real. Garcelle is a Hollywood girl. Do you get what I'm saying? There's just a difference. It's just a difference between girls who have had acting jobs and women who are actresses. And I think that Garcelle and Kim Fields would have made a dynamic duo. We would have got them producing projects, going over scripts, running lines. We would have seen them running all over town, all this stuff. That could have been so sickening. Seeing Cherie as one of the former first ladies of Hollywood, basically being being Will Smith's ex-wife and how she's still functioning in this industry coming from reality TV and starting this company with the whoop ash and all this other stuff and then seeing whatever friends she can come around that may or may not be women of color. I need for this to happen. Let's go ahead and just give Beverly Hills an entire overhaul and just let her do the thing that they want Ebony to do in New York and just cast the 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 the, the um show herself because I think Carlos King did an amazing thing when he reached out to Monique about Love and Marriage DC. I think that he did a great thing by asking her, who are your friends? Who you want me to cast? Where's the dynamic girls in this group? Who your peoples? And she brought us a great cast of girls. Monique brought us Ashley Silva. Monique brought us Winter. Monique brought us Jamie and Arena. Monique brought us D- D- DJ Quick. Like, y'all need to have a little more faith in the girls that are coming in on these shows because I know that they ask the girls to recommend people to come on the season, which is how we got Cherie. Now, mind you, there's been mixed reviews on on Cherie this season, and I have to really figure out why because, like I said, I I haven't been watching the show because it's become too cringeworthy. These girls are acting a goddamn fool. It's too much hypocrisy, gaslighting, and bullying, all of which we're going to get into. And I just, the antics on the show have made me tune out. But then the bullshit that's happened offline, it's just become absolutely 100% too much. And I did not sign up for toxicity. And I... Even the people who disagree with my opinions on Housewives because they want to watch the show for escapism and and they don't want to get into the realness of what is actually happening on these shows under the surface. Even those people are like, this is a mess. I don't want to watch this. This is uncomfortable. These girls are bullying. It's a mess. It's gaslighting. It's unnecessary. It's just too much. And I don't want any parts of this. And I agree. I just think that there's just been too much, like I said, with 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 Atlanta, playing Housewives is played out. 
playing Housewives is played out. And as Kyle called Lisa Vanderpump out and then used the the the, the same tactic for her tagline, the playing chess when it comes to, to, to these reality shows needs to stop because it's becoming too manufactured, it's becoming too fake, and it's just becoming too damn much. And we see it happening. We see in scene on camera, y'all playing TV. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired. I just don't know like what I'm supposed to do with this show anymore because it just one the front like the 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 women on this show clearly are not friends, right? And I feel like even with the Fox Force Five, as I like to affectionately call them, the Fox News Five. Well, 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 the Fox News Four because Teddy is on the fence with me, and as much as I don't want to put Dorit in that group even though she is by her own choice she's on my shit list right now too but whatever anyway I just don't understand like even with the Fox Force 5 they don't seem like real friends they seem like an alliance like it's like it's feeling real big brother real real survivor and I'm not here for it because People who are somebody's real friends, they don't let their friends get this far as Kyle has letting Erica get. You don't let her get all the way to the point of saying, fuck the victims, bitch. You ain't supposed to be worried about nobody but me. I don't care if you think it's cool to support the victims, the alleged victims that may or may not exist. You're supposed to, like, like this is what Garcelle was talking about. When Garcelle was talking about, don't you think that this could get out of out of control? This is what she was fucking talking about. And y'all thought that Erica was in control and stoic and pulled together enough that she wasn't going to show her slip and really show us what she really thinks about these victims and all of this court shit. Like, at this point... This is what I was saying when I said it doesn't matter what Erica knew about if she knew what was happening with the uh, money, if she knew knew that it was stealing, were the Dirons bought with, with, with the money? Like, it doesn't matter what she knew or not. The way that she's conducting herself on this show shows that she does not care about anybody as she so eloquently stated, but herself. All she cares about is the fact that her lifestyle has been fucked up and she has been inconvenienced because of these plane crash victims and burn victims and all of this other shit she's inconvenienced by the fact that her husband now allegedly has dementia it has nothing to do with the victims all of this is just an inconvenience to her lifestyle because now she's hollywood broke she's not even broke in real life anybody making six hundred thousand dollars a year for sitting on their ass and talking shit and fake crying is not baroque they're spoiled and lazy spoiled and they're just spoiled period erica needs to get her fucking shit together and she needs to get it together off this show because at the end of the day i don't like to me i don't want to see uh erica redemption story arc she's shown exactly who she is and she's shown that she is choosing to be exactly who she is and i have no energy for erica girardi jane whatever i don't care i have no need for her on this show at this point like i'm just gonna like at this point this here's how this podcast is gonna go i'm gonna go through and just list all the reasons and all the examples of how this show has been absolutely disgusting because this season that's the only word that i can describe used to describe this season is disgusting 
it's absolutely bonkers how wretched these women are acting. Let's go from the very top. Sutton completely ignoring Dorit's tragedy because of her own because of her own fucking problems about a designer being held in customs for her fucking store. She apologized and I get it. She's already said she's sorry. I'm technically not mad at her now. She gave the apology, but I'm going to talk about everything. That shit was wretched as fuck to watch. I'll give her her, her damn credit for, for apologizing, but for a woman to be so self-involved that she can hear that a woman was robbed at gunpoint and, and not only ignore the severity of that, but then to basically make a joke at the woman's expense, that shit was insane, Sutton. And I love you to bits. I love you two bits. I'm glad you apologized. I'm I'm glad that you recognized how fucked up that was. But girl, that was insane for me. It started off the season as just toxic and nasty. And then if you want to like go ahead and go up to Garcelle's party before Erica sat here and told a 14-year-old boy to fuck off after thinking that she was gonna make the note of her son, uh, of Garcelle's sons being so well-behaved and so well-spoken to call that a compliment. Kyle sitting here discrediting Sutton's grief over her miscarriage because she didn't know about it is disgusting. Like, listen, y'all blame a lot of shit or in the alcohol, but don't let Jamie Foxx get y'all fucked up. Because at the end of the day, y'all are grown-ass women who are, who are responsible for your actions. And y'all didn't allow Brandy to blame a goddamn thing on no drop of alcohol. She was just a fucked up person who just happened to be drunk. So don't get mad when somebody holds y'all to the same standards when y'all do shit that are that is way worse than anything Brandy Glanville has ever done on The Real Housewives of, of Beverly Hills. Okay? I'm sorry, I'm just not able to allow women to use alcohol as a woman's downfall when they don't like her, but then blame alcohol for some shit that they wanna excuse their shitty behavior for. And I'm sorry, but Kyle basically implying that Sutton is making up having two miscarriages in an argument with Diana that she wasn't even privy to be before she walked in and inserted her nosy ass into it is just gross. You're making it seem like she's making it up because you didn't know about it beforehand. Like you are that important to her or like y'all have been friends that long for you to know every intimate detail of her life. Just because that woman has paid you rent does not mean that y'all are besties. You're not even putting her, like, you didn't invite her into the Fox Force. She's still sitting on the outside and you call her ass out, just like you did Dorit every time she was a little too long-winded for you. Like, to me, I'm grossed out by your behavior, Kyle, because it's gone past you, like, ghost, ghost producing this show. It's gone past you just trying to keep story moving. Like, your behavior is appalling. 
you assisting in the gaslighting on this show you assisting in the bullying on this show prime example like when you try like when y'all tried to sit here and gaslight garcelle when she sat here and brought up at the beginning of the season hey erica's drinking is a fucking problem she was laid out on the damn boat she damn near fell off the boat in mexico she she tried to sleep with 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 my son who's married she told my 14 year old son to fuck off now she's showing her ass down to the christmas party like how many times does erica have to show her ass for y'all to consider it to be an issue Be better question kyle how many times did kim show her ass before you decided that she was an alcoholic how about that because i'm trying to figure out how you were so willing to jump on Kim and say she's an alcoholic and da-da-da-da-da and do all of this stuff. And I get that the fans had, had gave you this awakening that what Kim was going through was not a... Uh, was not uh, an attack on you. Her alcoholism was not uh, was not some sort of attack on you as a person, which I think that perspective is already selfish as fuck in the first place to sit here and watch somebody go through an addiction and and go through a disease and make it about how it hurts you. I feel like that's a red flag of shitty of shitty character just on base level. But I just don't understand how like just how many times is it gonna take for erica to do some shit that is one not only out of character for her according to you all but two like actually like problematic and damaging like i just don't like like she's sitting here falling out drunk and slurring her words and telling people to go pee on people and telling people to fuck off and screaming in the middle of a performance and doing all of this stuff that if anybody else did it y'all would be sitting here looking at them like 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 they crazy no matter how many times they've done it on the show this is where your blind loyalty to to the fox force five started to show its head this season is you sat here and gaslit Gar garcelle when she brought it up and made it seem like she was being quote unquote dramatic which is a word that you like like to use when you don't want to take accountability of how fucked up your position is when somebody else is calling you out you want to sit here and dismiss people as being dramatic instead of just owning up to what they're telling you and accepting that you are not perfect and you do fucked up shit too and just because cameras are watching doesn't mean that the, the, that the shit that you do is excusable because it's allegedly good TV. I don't give a damn how much you ghost produce The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. The shit that you've been doing has been over the top disgusting. And you know what? People have been calling you on your shit for years, Kyle. And I am just now starting to see what the people are talking about. You are that girl. You are everything that the fans have been saying you were. And that's the crazy part. I should have known known something when you decided to call Lisa Vanderpump out on being Bobby Fisher and the entire friendship of you and her being a chess move. And then a couple years later, you used that as a tagline. In this game of chess, no one's taking this queen down. Oh, so was that your way of admitting that the shit that you did on the show was a way to take Lisa Vanderpump out so that you can be the queen bee of the show? Because it's starting to show, mama. We see it. 
speaking of Garcelle, the fact that a lot of the post made by her fellow cast members on this show was not even really about Garcelle's son, but they decided to use it as a form to mention all their children is really fucked up. I get that Portia has been attacked on this show. I get it. Nobody was reporting on it and nobody really talked about it. So I don't even really remember it, but I'm not going to sit here and refuse somebody's experience, especially when it comes to people's children. But the fact of the matter is, is that this was about Garcelle's son. And I think that y'all should have allowed the appropriate amount of room for that to be focused on and you didn't. And I don't appreciate it. So there's that. But then the way y'all were sitting here and gaslighting Sutton when y'all know calling somebody a calling somebody a see you next Tuesday is something that y'all would sit here and flip out if anybody said it to anybody else on this show. I don't understand why all of a sudden Erica or whoever it was that called her that is now funny and excusable and then laughable because Diana sat here and doubled down on it and said that she was one. How dare y'all? Like, I just don't understand. Y'all was, once again, I believe y'all sat here and, and crucified Brandy for using that word. But now y'all want to sit here and laugh at somebody? Call it, Kyle, you want to sit here and laugh at somebody that you call a friend being called that? I don't understand that. The bullying on this show is disgusting. Disgusting. What y'all did to Sutton in that room was blatant bullying. What y'all are doing to Kathy is blatant bullying. I really don't have time for it. And Kyle, you are the ringleader of all of this shit. I've sat here and watched you all season. Well, uh, up until the episodes that I could stomach because at some point I just stopped watching. I've watched you so many times throw shit out just to get story going, just to make a scene happen. And it's so obvious and it's so forced. Just like when you sat here and turned to Sutton at that dinner table and she said that she didn't want to talk about it. She didn't want to talk about it right now. She didn't want to talk about whatever it is you were trying to ask her. So you went around the entire table and the entire room until you got a reaction about whatever it is you wanted to talk about to the point of Sutton screaming. Uh, I mean, not Scut Sutton, but Lisa Renna screaming in somebody's house at her and cussing her to fuck out. Y'all have let Lisa Renna get away with some of the most deplorable actions this season and the fact that y'all let her sit here and use her mother's death as an excuse for her lashing out is disgusting that is disrespect to lois that is her her sitting here blaming her mother's death on the reason why she's acting an ass on this motherfucking show and blatantly bullying Sutton is a disrespect to her mother's legacy and it is a slap in the face to the woman that lois raised her to be I know for a fact Lois would never want want her to act like that, ever. And so for you to use something so tragic and so sad as an excuse to lash out and then have the audacity to ask for understanding, it's disgusting. I don't understand how you women are operating on this show. I don't understand how this show has so quickly taken such a deep negative turn. Like, mind you, y'all have been called the Real Housewives of, of Beverly Hills. Y'all have been called Mean Girls for seasons now. But it seems like now, this season, y'all are leaning into it. 
y'all are leaning into this mean girl bullshit and y'all are sitting here bullying and hazing bitches and I don't like it. I really do not like it. Like, I don't understand how y'all think that any of this shit is cool. I don't think how y'all sitting here and blatantly excusing people's shitty ass behavior, but yet holding somebody to the mat in a chokehold for some little ass shit that they've apologized for. Like, y'all have sat here and let Rena go after Sutton so many times after she's apologized to her, apologized to her, apologized to her for some shit that she didn't need to apologize for because at the end of the day, Sutton ended up posting the fucking receipts for the table at the Elton John party any goddamn way. So she apologized for having receipts? Are you serious? Y'all gonna sit here and let Renna's drunk ass sit here and say that she didn't humiliate her. She only hu 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 humiliated herself. She humiliated Elton John, her, and Harry Hamlin. Like, I'm sorry. Y'all gonna sit here and let these bitches just fall off the wagon and fall sloppy drunk all over this set and act like nothing is wrong? No. No, 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 no. Kyle, your blind alliance has been downright deplorable. To the point of you damn near blatantly bringing it on camera with Erica when she was sitting here going off talking about, I don't give a fuck about nobody but me. I don't give a da 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 And you sitting here being like, don't say that. I can't defend that. Don't say that. I can't defend that. You showed your slip. You showed your slip. I didn't expect this to be a whole episode about me bashing Kyle and me reading Kyle ass and holding her to the carpet. But if the crown fits, queen... Hold down that chest piece. Because you sat here and blatantly said on camera, don't say that, I can't defend that. And that's less of, oh, I can't defend you as a friend. It's no, I can't defend your place on this show when everybody already wants you fired if you keep fucking acting like that. That's what that was. That was not you, you defending a friend. That was you defending an alliance. This is a blatant alliance and I am tired of it because y'all are bending the rules and y'all are sitting here and excusing shit that y'all know y'all would hold anybody to the carpet for, for people you are in an alliance with. And it is so obvious that I, it's hard to watch because it's fake. It's fake. Y'all are putting on and playing TV just like Atlanta. Y'all bitches want drama so bad. That y'all are sitting here and letting it show that y'all are faking this show. I can understand, you know, making shit happen. But y'all are faking this entire show to the point of y'all are looking like liars and hypocrites. And I'm tired of it. Y'all are sitting here and dismissing Erica's drunk ass behavior as letting her hair down. That's disgusting. Once again, how many times does she have to show her ass and do shit that y'all would call anybody a drunk for any other time before it's a problem? Y'all have sat here and excused people's behavior so hard on this show that if you don't come out and blatantly say that it's an alliance, y'all just look crazy and hypocrites. Y'all look like hypocrites. Y'all look so evil because a lot of the shit that y'all held Brandy Glanville to the mat for for five years on this show, y'all are now excusing Erica for because y'all are in an alliance with her and y'all don't want Garcelle calling her motherfucking ass out. 
y'all need to just sit here and say what it is because y'all want to sit here and let Rena act like she's so real. She says it like it is. She tells it like it is. No, y'all sit here and she lets her run her motherfucking mouth about what y'all can manipulate for a storyline and then everything else y'all let her deflect. Let's be real. This show needs to be retooled. I'm tired of everybody. I don't want nobody else on this show except Sutton and Garcelle. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hold on. Mm. Like, I don't understand how Erica Jane is supposed to come back from revealing her true feelings about what's going on with her legal issues. Now, mind you, none of the things that she's been saying in these past episodes has been surprising to me. None of it has been surprising because you know what? <clears throat> Excuse me. The way that she was defending herself last season, I kept saying there's more to that. There's more to that. There's more to that. She is holding back and she is trying to present herself in a way that looks somewhat defensible for the courts right now because she's in the thick of it. Now that she's starting to look like she's coming through and now that she's getting these, these wins in court and this is getting dismissed and that's getting dismissed and she's sitting here trying to portray this story that she's doing her own redemption and vindication arc. She's really letting the, 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 the shit fly. And y'all sitting here letting her drunk ass tell the real shit. This is what Garcelle was talking about. Now we've gotten to a point where it's crossed the line for you, Kyle. But when it crossed the line for Garcelle, when she hit on one child and cussed out the other one, oh, that, that was okay. But now that she's saying something that you can't defend... Now that she's sitting here saying fuck victims and fuck people who these who got their money stolen, I don't give a fuck. Oh, that's too much for you. That's too much for you. But her verbally assaulting a child is not too much for you. I don't understand that. Would you have held that same space for her if she would have told Portia to fuck off? answer that question i really need that if she would have told portia to fuck off would you have held that amount of grace for her any of y'all any of y'all renna if she would have told amelia or delilah to fuck off what would you have said dorit if she would have told phoenix or jagger to fuck off what would y'all have said Y'all want to make excuses for her because she's in your alliance, but she sat here and said what the shit really was. And now all of a sudden y'all are y'all are arguing with her because now you 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 can't defend what she's saying because she let her her slip show on camera. But we have all seen it. Her saying she don't give a fuck about nobody but herself. We saw that last season. We saw that last season, but she was playing the role better. She was playing the victim because she was in the thick of it and she was trying to prove herself to them courts, not us. She was using the reality show and us as an audience to prove some shit to the courts. And now that she feels like she's gotten her shit off in court, now she now now she don't give a fuck about the she, she don't give a fuck about what nothing the audience has to say. She's going for it and saying what whatever the fuck she feels because now she feels like she's gotten away. And you know what? Y'all have let her do it. Y'all created this monster. All the times y'all excused her behavior and didn't hold her to, to the carpet. 
you know what? I feel like that scene with Rena going to Erica's house and allegedly holding her accountable and saying, what the fuck are you doing? You need to get your drinking uh, 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 under control. I feel like that was set up by Erica and Rena to take control of the narrative that Garcelle was trying, that Garcelle was spinning saying, hey, we need to watch out for Erica's drinking because she's out of control. I feel like that was her and Rena's way of trying to take that back and get it under control so that if it's brought up again, now all of a sudden Garcelle looks like a bully. Like I keep saying, y'all are playing housewives and it's played out. And I see y'all for y'all works. I see y'all for y'all works and I see y'all for like for for exactly what you're doing. And I don't know what needs to happen on this show, but I know that it needs to be recasted. I don't give a damn about Kyle being an OG on this show because in this town and around here, she done let this show fall the fuck to pieces. She has let she has let this show go from sugar to shit. She has let this show go from diamonds to brass. So you know what? Kyle doesn't need to be the head of this show no more. Kyle don't need to be the top tier on this show no more. Kyle has not been able to fulfill her duties as Queen B. So we need to take the crown off her head because clearly it, as Lisa Vanderpump would say, is too heavy for her ass. I don't know if it needs to go back to Lisa Vanderpump per se because I don't think that taking the crown from the successor and giving it back to the sensei is going to do much good to be perfectly honest because I feel like the reason why Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump got along for so long on this show is because Kyle was complacent with Lisa Vanderpump's works as long as she could get away with being the clean person who didn't have anything to do with it. Once Lisa Vanderpump shit started getting messy and Brandy started calling her out and people couldn't defend her anymore and she was getting called out for all the shit that she was doing and people were calling out Kyle for letting her get away with this shit, she turned on her. Erica, you should have been paying attention because she's gonna turn on you. And I think that this episode has just proved that. Because as soon as it started looking like Kyle was a fucked up person for holding Lisa Vanderpump down, she walked her ass in that kitchen with that red bottom hat and them mules and called her ass out for selling stories like it wasn't something that she knew the whole time. The reason why it was so easy for Kyle to go and do that and stand in her face and say that she believes that she would that she would leak these stories to Radar Online is because she knows that Lisa Vanderpump has done it before. Think about it. If you were really down good with this girl, if you and Vanderpump were, were, were really down friends like that, and these girls are coming saying something about your best friend that you don't that you know is not in her character. What would make you flip on her like that? Unless you saw something for yourself that made you say, hey, I got to get in front of this because you're not looking so clean anymore. And me being associated with you is making me look more like an accomplice than a ride or die friend. Erica, she's doing the exact same thing to you. Once you are no longer beneficial to her trajectory on the show and her maintaining a uh a specific curated image, she is going to turn on your ass. Dorit got her ass in line because I think last season had her and Dorit got, got into it one, one more time, Kyle, will, Kyle would have been wearing her ass out too. 
Look at how she's doing Sutton. Kyle is not actually loyal to anybody. Kyle is loyal to you as long as you are beneficial to what she wants to curate for her image on this show. And the moment that you don't align with what she wants to represent of herself on this show, she will turn on your ass and gaslight you out of some shit. She will sit here and make you feel crazy for some shit that she has held other people to and or letting other people gotten away with and now is chaining you to the cross for. Pay attention. It's happening so blatantly now that it's not even covert anymore. It's not even taking seasons and episodes for us to figure it out. Look at how long it took us to really figure out how, how manipulative and how maniacal and how sinister Lisa Vanderpump was moving on this show. We can go back to even season two when Camille called out Taylor and her abuse from her ex-husband. And how Camille was saying back then that Lisa Vanderpump set her up to say that. And then you go up to her telling Brady Glanville to put the tabloids in the suitcase so she can bring them out about Kyle's husband cheating. To now selling stories on Radar Online about Lucy Juicy Apple Juicy. Like, we didn't believe her for so long but then once the receipts came out and y'all want to hate on Teddy so bad saying she's such a bad housewife, but she orchestrated the takedown of Lisa Vanderpump and and y'all and y'all and y'all and, and y'all never gave her her credit for that. So as much as I don't like her sitting here basically trying to discredit Lisa Vanderpump's grief for her brother's suicide just because y'all bitches didn't know about their relationship. She is the one that orchestrated that takedown that y'all were so up in arms about. Okay? Notice she's a part of the Fox Force 5 too. As much as I like Teddy and as much as I like unpopular housewives, maybe this maybe this type of thinking is why she lasted in the Fox Force 5 so long. You are who you hang with and birds of a feather flock together and look at the birds that this bitch has been squawking around for this long. Even down to the person she does a podcast with now, Tamara Judge. Don't get me wrong, Tamara is one of my favorite fucking housewives. But Tamara is a force multiplier like no other. Shout out to Carlos King and, and Ebony Williams. Clock your references. But... One thing, one caveat I will give Tamara, and maybe she's been on the show so long that I've forgotten about this. So maybe I've forgotten about some of the sinister and some of the evil shit that she, well, wait a minute. Nope. No, I didn't. Cause you know what? Her trying to get Gretchen wasted and trying to get her to fuck her son is girl trying to get Gretchen to fuck Tamara's son. Excuse me. I, I didn't want to project that Tamara was trying to get the girl to do incest, but trying to get her naked wasted and all of that that was some malicious dirty shit that was some malicious dirty shit now mind you maybe after seeing how that played out for her she started cleaning her shit up and doing her dirt a little bit more under the wraps but that but she but she does fit into my point of the birds that teddy's been flocking around because someone who's willing to do some shit like that i mean people grow and change but when you are when, when, when you're able to be proven, able to do some shit like that, you just got to keep your eyes on people. 
and be like, oh, okay, I can't put that above you. I can't put that above you. And then on top of that, they tried to do the same thing to Kelly Dodd. As much as I don't like Kelly Dodd, um, her and Shannon tried to get her drunk um, a couple seasons ago when Kelly kept saying throughout the whole episode, I don't want to drink, I don't want to drink, I don't want to drink. And they kept trying to get her ass drunk. I remember that too. You know what? I don't know what has to happen with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but I do know that a change needs to happen and it needs to happen immediately because this show can't go on like this. And even the fans that have been diehard, that have gone after all of the, all of the people who have tried to say y'all are a bunch of evil, mean girl bitches are now calling y'all for y'all works. Calling y'all for y'all works. And by the way, I want to go ahead and say this before I close because I don't really have much else to say about the behavior that's gone down on this show. I think I've acknowledged all of the shitty behavior you guys have incessantly shoved down our throats for for the past however many episodes. But one thing I do want to know is I read or I heard about, I didn't even bother to read the article because I was like, girl, I can't deal. Diana Jenkins filed a lawsuit against somebody to try to figure out who the bots are that did the attacks on Garcelle's son. Now, mind you, my instinctual and initial reaction to this is she has enough disposable income and enough disposable time and enough disposable resources to invest in trying to get the heat off of her as a castmate so she's willing to do anything to make it seem like she's contributing to the solution instead of being a part of the problem. I think that she's starting to realize all of the shit that she's done this season has made her look like a really bad person. Same thing with her donating the $100,000 to the victims of the flight and all of that. To to the flight victims donating $100,000. Why is it that she didn't feel the need to donate $100,000 to the victims when the shit broke out? Why is it now all of a sudden only when she's under this bad rap of possibly being someone who sent bots to racially attack somebody's son, now she decides she wants to wants to pull out her philanthropic bag and donate $100,000 to, to these victims, but yet it's so buddy-buddy with Erica. I don't understand. Now, maybe it's playing out on the season and I'm just not watching. She wises up to to Erica's bullshit and she turns on her too. I don't know. But it does seem very convenient that if she was doing that while the show was filming, she waited until it aired to make that donation. That still reads as sus to me. That even if she did wise up to her during the filming, she waited until now to make that that donation. That could have been a part of her damn storyline instead of talking all this shit about Sutton unfollowing Erica, like who really gives a fuck. We could have been talking about Diana donating that, that $100,000 to the victims while she's sitting over here playing buddy-buddy with Erica and the Fox News 4. But no... Y'all want to sit here and act like Diana Jenkins is doing a good deed. I want to know who the hell she filed this damn lawsuit against. Who are you filing the lawsuit against? 
I'll read the details, but drop down in my comments uh, of this episode, attached to every episode on Spotify, I attach a question for you guys to respond about what you think about the episode and, and what you think about all the points that I'm making when I'm talking about the shows. Make sure if you're listening to this on Spotify, make sure you guys leave me a comment and respond to that question and let me know what you guys think. Um, I just don't understand. As much as I want to give Diana credit for what she's doing and look at it as her doing a good thing, it feels performative and it feels like she's covering her ass too little too late, but it feels like she's covering her ass and just trying to save what little sliver of her reputation she had left because need I remind you she already came on here as the woman with the reputation of creating a sex book to solicit prostitutes to Jeffrey Epstein underage mind you not even grown prostitutes that are making the own choice of their own free will to do it which mind you just because they're grown don't mean that they can't be sex trafficked hello So that was her reputation coming into the show. And now look at all the things that she's done. From the racially charged statements she made to Philly Diva saying that it can't feel good being a black content creator. Well, I'm a black content creator. So so what you got to say to me, Sanella? What's T? Boo. Or as Nicki Minaj would say, bitch, what's good? Because I want to know what what you got to say to me. None of y'all can hurt my feelings. That's why I really don't give a damn about saying whatever I have to say. I'm not trying to get an interview with you. And I'm not afraid of no smoke. Y'all can't hurt my feelings. I don't give a damn what y'all try to say about me. It ain't nothing y'all can say about me that's going to hurt my feelings. It's not trying to get y'all attention. I don't give a damn about none of y'all. I'm sitting here saying what needs to be said because y'all are showing y'all asses. And the shit that y'all are displaying on TV and calling it a good reality show is disgusting behavior. And y'all are grown-ass, middle-aged women showing y'all ass worse than bitches on Love & Hip Hop. Because if you pay attention, the girls on Love & Hip Hop ain't even showing out like this but i digress the show the the shows that are known for class and opulence and elevation and being above and being bigger than those shows now are conducting themselves in ways that are more disgusting and more toxic and more sinister and evil than anything that that has ever been done on love and hip-hop I'm sorry, the girls on Love & Hip Hop ain't never conducted themselves like this. They've done some crazy shit. I'll give them, I'll give it to them. But I've never seen behavior like this. And I am just over it. Like, Kyle has come on this show and disrespected not one but two of her sisters she sacrificed her relationship with not one but two of her sisters for a storyline for camera time for a tv show if you remember they kept saying that they hadn't talked for 10 years kyle and kathy 
And if you remember throughout the seasons, Kim and Kyle stayed falling out back and forth. And that was just a part of their relationship. That was just an understood thing about their dynamic was that they fall out all the damn time. So if you want to go by the logistics of, you know, common denominators, the person who seems to always fall out with her sisters is Kyle. Kyle always seems to fall out with Kim. Kyle always seems to fall out with Kathy. But we don't ever hear anything about Kim and Kathy falling out. Pay attention. That's all I'm saying. Pay attention. Pay attention to the signs. Because if you want to work on the logic of common denominators, Kyle is the common denominators for why her sisters don't get along. Or why her sister dynamic is so strained all the time. To the point where you got Paris Hilton coming off her chariot to, to, to throw tomatoes on Twitter and call the behavior that Kyle is exuding towards her mother unkind. Like, Paris Hilton ain't never tweeted about this show until your ass came on this show and said something about about her mama, which leads me to question why she's never said anything about how she's treated her aunt Kim, but, hmm. More questions, I guess. But that's all I got on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I really don't have much else to say about it. Um, I'm gonna take another quick break and then I'm gonna come back and wrap up and close out the episode. All right, y'all. Be right back. All right, everybody. Let's wrap this up. Y'all let me know what y'all think about this season of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't know how many episodes are left. I don't know when the reunion is coming. I don't know when this shit is going to be over. But the one thing I don't know above all of that is if I'm going to be watching. I've missed a few episodes and I, after recording this episode, do not feel any provocation to go back and catch up and keep watching. Honestly, I feel like I'm just going to you know what? I ain't gonna do that. Because if I learned anything from watching the movie The Players Club, it's don't trust anybody's information or research but your own. So I'm gonna watch the damn show just so I can adequately talk about it from an informed perspective and truly give what I like to base all of my content on informed opinions. Notice how everything that I said in this episode, I spoke about what I saw up until I stopped watching and what I've seen clips of in the episodes. Now, somebody could sit here and say, oh, you just saw a clip, you didn't see the whole episode, but the episode is edited too. So what you're seeing, even if you do watch the full episode, is not the entirety of the situation that you see within the episode. So me watching a clip is just me watching a scene from a scene, pretty much. A clip on YouTube is me watching something edited from something else that was edited. So hold your tongue. Anyway. Like I said, leave me a voice message, drop down in the comments of the 
question that I leave attached to the podcast on Spotify and let me know what you guys think of the episode, think of the season, think of this podcast. How am I doing? Um, Do you have any suggestions for me? Um, Are there any shows that you want me to cover? Um, Are there any things that you feel like I missed that you want me to talk about that 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 you want me to address? Um, Yeah. Just give me all your feedback and let me know what you guys think. You can follow the show Real Reality Realness on Instagram at Real Reality Realness. Um, And you can follow me on Instagram at Cherie Laveau, C-H-E-R-I-E, like my Shetty Amour, and Laveau like Marie Laveau. Um, L-A-V-E-A-U if you don't know who Marie LeBeau is. Anyway, um, make sure you guys hit me up. Make sure you follow the show. Even if you don't want to follow me personally, still follow the show because I'm leaving all the updates. That's where you're getting all the news of when the episodes are dropping. I think what I'm going to do is not give myself a specific release schedule I think what I'm going to do is release video is is release episodes of this podcast like I released videos on my YouTube channel and whenever I felt the need to do a video or whenever I got inspiration to do a video I did it and, and I dropped it and I think what I'm going to do with, with with this podcast is I'm going to give myself a minimum of 2 episodes a week but not limit myself to just two episodes a week. I think I'm going to make sure that I do at least two 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 episodes a week, but if but if I have more that I need to talk about, then I'm just going to do the episode and drop it because why not? Um I feel like with me basing this show in all reality TV instead of just housewives instead of just love and hip hop instead of just married to medicine instead of just the the Kardashians, whatever, what have you, it allows me to have a more frequent schedule of upload because I can be talking about any show at any time and create content from it. So with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate every single one of you guys for taking the time out and getting down to the real reality of the real Housewives of Beverly Hills with me. And make sure you guys like the video. Leave me a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whenever it gets to podcasts um, for Apple and all the other platforms that this podcast will eventually be on. But right now, leave me a five-star rating on Spotify. Answer the question that I attach to the podcast on Spotify. Share it with your friends. Follow the show. Do all the things of the things. And I'll be in touch with with y'all later. Thank y'all so much for being here.